so guys, this is probably nothing, but like, I don't know. Okay, so I know that like, uh, you know, that Justin McElroy has the entire, has cereal as a concept, like on lock, and that no one else is allowed to ever talk about cereal. You have mentioned but... cereal like three times today, which is more than the average you're, you're ma- number talk of about mentions. Count okay, well, yes, I don't, listen, I don't eat cereal a lot. Who do you think you are, you Justin McElroy? You count chocula for breakfast this morning. But I did. Okay, but recently <laughs> I was in the store and I knew I needed breakfast and I saw it on the shelf and I was like, oh, that seems fun. So, and I, I don't think I've ever had it, actually. So, I got the Count Chocula, and, like, I am going fucking insane, because, like, okay, well, so, first of all. <laughs> I just can't believe this is this is new to you, like. The box of Count Chocula that I got, there's, mm-hmm. like, something on his face, and I'm going to show you that. I took a photograph. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. As everybody knows, podcasting, famously <laughs> good medium no, for but, photographs. Like, I'm going to show it to you, and then I'm going to describe it, and we're going to. I need help. It's a mystery. I need help solving. Let me see. Let it. me see. And it. like, okay. And I just want to preface nope. it. I will show you in a minute. But like, because I saw this, it like sent me on like a deep dive. That's the trying sound of our to, like, hands slapping the table to, as like, we try to get Hannah to show us. Like, the I was googling. I was like googling like Count Chocula redesigns, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, like what this meant. Okay, and now I'm going to show it to you. So <laughs> actually, actually, before I show it to you, I want to point out that there are two. There are two. No, they're growing out of the side of his fucking head, I and mean, it's not his hair, because his hair it. is the brown stuff, and I know it is. Cat, show it. Cat, no, I didn't see it! It better be the right image. You better not have, like, scrolled to another, like... I am the resident that, Count Chocula. That would have been actually funnier if I had just that scrolled to a different really image. Yeah, yeah, that would have been really There's funny. There's probably actually. some stuff on there, so, you know, don't... Let me see it. Okay, but now let me show you. I want to see the news. So that's the first image, right? But let me show you the no, second... No, okay. Shit, I swear to God. Okay, so look at his weird growths, okay? Look at them. We will post this image on our Twitter. And then, and then give it back to you because I'm going to show you on the same cereal box on the side of the box. There's another count. Tra- look, please. While Hannah's bringing that up, uh, we will post this okay. image on our Twitter. And, um, Let's you- describe it right now. Ken, yeah. Okay. Would describe I would, now, but, but I would describe I describe it, it, look at the normal one. See, this is on the side of the box. So what them. are those? Let me see it. Hold on. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, now I know what those are. But oh, no, you don't. What are yes, they? Yes, I do. Oh, I um, can I describe it before you say what it is? Yeah, you, you describe it. You describe okay, it. Okay, so it's like it's like a fun kind of like throwbacky 1970s illustration style, and he's it's Count Chocula, but he's got these like he looks like a Dracula. Yeah, but he's got these like gray lumps like protruding from the sides of his head and they look like fleshy and they look like they are attached because there's like a little if you zoom in mm-hmm. like. The way it's drawn, there's, like, a ridge between the growth and, like, where it attaches to his head. <laughs> and, like, um, what is it? Well, okay, so you Can know I that, um, Count Chocula, like most breakfast cereals, is, it's corn-derived, right? Sure. Right. So, um, on corn, uh, hold on, I gotta remember what it's called. What the fuck are you about to say? No, yeah. I'm really Oh, yeah, it's corn this. smut. 
You're you're saying he's infected with corn hey, smut. Hey, no, hold on just a what moment, Cat. I need to Google smut? something really no, quick. No, actually, it does kind of look like now that you've said it. Yeah, it's it's corn smut. <laughs> but I want. Do you guys? What is corn smut? Corn Google smut it. is so it's it's actually called uh, wheat okay. la leche. It's a uh, some. It, I I, I, I do not speak very good Spanish. Um, it is a fungus that grows on uh, ears of corn. And it is considered a delicacy. But like, I want to know the rest What's of the fuck. But seriously, okay, you guys, like, you you didn't know about corn smut. What I do you think, think it that's was? That's what it is. I, I don't know. Think I don't think that's what it is either. What I is thought, it? No, it hundred percent is. I thought it was mm-hmm. earmuffs. That was. But why would he like? Look, there's no attachment. Like, there's no. Yeah, but he has pointy ears, so he wouldn't need one. He could just put it on. But like, there's a two glove. on each side. Yeah, because it's corn smut. Yeah, I don't it's know. a fungus that is growing from his like, ears. What you're saying things that don't make sense to me. Well, it is like a you problem. I mean, it has. It is all corn. I looked. To be, it has to be marshmallows. Okay, but but look, there are mar- like. <sighs> oh, I. It, this is what it is. Wait, what? What is it? <laughs> what is it? So, um, there's a pop artist called Cause or K A W S. Yes. Yes. Um, th- they are the person that did the did, art, did the redesign. Yeah. Um, it says Frankenberry and Count Chocula now bear bone shaped ears seen in many of Cause's works. Those are, but those are they, bones. Ears. That's yeah. fucking funny. Mm. But, anyway, I solved it for you. But so. why are Sorry, they, it's not a joke. It's just what no, no, actually but like, happened. Okay, but why are they gray? And again, there's two. Because you have two sets of ears, one below bones. the other. Okay. Bones. Let's look up cause art. Yeah, we need to look up cause yeah. art. Oh, I do recognize Wait, show these. me, show me, show me, show me, show me. Okay. What the fuck? Oh, you, you've yeah. Seen this? Oh, yeah. No, I have seen yeah, that. Okay. I never, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's really weird, but I'm really glad. Like, I'm I just wanted relieved. to. I just wanted to. Oh, that's what. It's it a little. It's a little bit clearer that these are bones in a different picture that I have just brought up. And okay. This is, like, this is like the other, like. Because like, it's this is okay. Like the same yeah. It's, All yeah. Right. it's the skull and crossbones bones coming out the other side, like the sides of the head. Uh, like ears. You can see it. I have a picture that I have brought yeah, up. Yeah. Supposed yeah. To be a skull and crossbones. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't make oh. any fucking sense on Count Chocolate. No, because on he's Count a- Chocolate makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And, like, yeah. literally, it almost caused my good friend Hannah to have a mental breakdown. It- so, like... Cause so, this is a call out post actually, for you. I think, yeah. Um, and by call out post, I do mean um, the, a public threat that I will be finding you as soon as possible, and mm-hmm. uh, the world will not have access to your art anymore, except for posthumously. Thank wow. you, Noelle. That really means a lot. <laughs> I'm going to turn you into a skull and crossbones. Whoa! <laughs> and on that note, let's get <laughs> And if I was a cereal box monster, I would be, I would be Boo Berry. Um, hi, I'm Noelle. If I was a cereal box monster, I would be, I don't know, uh, I would, I would be the killer of cause. So uh, thank you. That's you know what's going to happen? I'm going to be a, mo- is, a monster. S- that sounds like a Bloodborne boss. Well, it actually oh, does. Yeah. yeah. What's what? Orphan of cause is a, is a Bloodborne boss. And public death right over. Me? Oh, yeah, hi. Uh, thank yeah, you, Noel. Hi. Thank you, Noel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm a man of the people. You really are. Um, if I was, uh, oh, I'm Juniper. Hello. Uh, thank you for being here tonight. And if I was a cereal box monster, I would be the blood starved beast. 
Yeah, I, I did. I don't know anything about Bloodborne. I'm, pl- I'm playing Bloodborne again because it's October. I'm sorry, everyone. Okay, can, sorry, Hannah. Please. Take uh, it hello, I'm Hannah. I play Slake, and um, I think the real we can all agree that the real cereal box monster was, of course, John Kellogg. Google it. It's dark. It's really <laughs> fucked up. It's, it's incredibly fucked up. Like it's it's well, insane. Well, on that note, I guess uh, let's. <laughs> Google it. Educate yourself. Okay, okay. so last time, uh, you guys entered the swankiest casino on the Nakama Strip, the Lucky Lamia. Uh, when you got in there, you guys decided to split up and pretend that you are just three unrelated, random, very wealthy patrons. Fran, you are you are posing as the uh, old money, the swanky, high-class bitch. You've got a girl on your arm, and that girl is Mary. Slake, you're the new money, mingling with the, the staff, trying to relate to them. And then Corbin is, um, I, Corbin, I, I honestly forgot what your plan was, but you ended up talking to the Lamia. And uh, so you guys are in the casino. You are on the lookout for the vault keys. There are three of them. Corbin, like we said, you talked to the Lamia and you immediately got enchanted. Geese, gash. Gase, Gias, we've not come to a consensus on what the correct word is, but you are enchanted and you are under her control. Uh, Slake did some gambling and uh, noticed Slake's and Hannah's favorite thing, a masked figure. Uh, Fran and Mary are up in the VIP section and uh, they just saw somebody using magic. And that's where we are now. Yeah, Mary, she waves her hand, um, you know, in a very, like, trying to disguise the casting as she does it. And then she leans close and signs to you, turning her, her body so her hands are hidden from the guard up here. And she signs, that servant, I think, I think he's Estrin. Because, yeah, if you guys will recall, the Estrins who lost all the Estrins' money never came back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I... Would like to Mary and I can sit down somewhere, mm-hmm. and I want to like clap my hands or snap my fingers so that like somebody comes to serve me. Oh yes, as soon as you 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 know, snap your fingers, a waiter just sort of like materializes from behind the curtain and comes over and says, mm-hmm. "Yes, ma'am." And I hand him a piece of gold and I say, "I would like that performer, please." And I point to the Estrin. Ah. And uh, he glances down at the gold in his hand and nods and says, would another of similar skill set be acceptable or would you prefer that I take him off of the couple over there? And he smiles like, I mean, like both options are perfectly normal. <laughs> no, I want that one. <laughs> and he nods and says, of course. And he walks over to the, the pit boss and whispers something in his ear. I'm just going to call him a pit boss because he's the same class of character here. Um, okay. If they were monsters, that's what they would be. Um, mm. So, yeah, he walks over to that that pit boss who's up here and he whispers something to him. And the boss looks at the servant server, shows him the coin and the boss nods once. And uh, the ser- servant then goes over and he uh, says something very apologetic to the couple who look over at you and they are highly scandalized. They're very blustery. <laughs> and the, the man, he's got like big red I, cheeks and they're just... I, I, I wave to him. <laughs> and he just sort of glowers at you, but then waves off and uh, you hear him say, he wasn't very entertaining anyway. <laughs> and uh, the servant brings over the magician 
he bows with a flourish and he says, We found this man and his partner living in a secluded tribe deep in the jungles. They have been praying to a dark and lost god who grants them such abilities <sighs> such as this. And he Ew. gives a little flourish and the man does a little like harmless fire puff of fire. And, you know, he starts just doing, like, various little, you know, just prestidigitations. Like, you you know exactly yeah. what this is. This is nothing. This is child's play. This is, like, yeah. stuff that you, you learned when you were, like, six. Okay. Um, and he's, he's really putting on a show, but you can see, like, his eyes keep going back to, like, the, the pit boss and this other, like, servant that's working with you. I want to talk to him in old Estrin. Mm. What do you say? I think I say, like... Hey, act natural. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, his eyes go straight to you. Mm -hmm. And let's just see. Does he act natural? You could have simply said nothing. (laughs) Does he act natural? He he stumbles. Stumbles. He stumbles a little bit, but he picks up his routine as, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the the guard by the door shifts a little bit. And he he picks back up his routine very quickly. And he he continues acting natural, uh, but he is watching you very closely. I say... We're here to help. Is there anything you can do to help us? And the man, he sort of does a big flourish, like a, a, we'll say a purple fireball. He wraps in front of his face and then he bows very low. And he says, my, my partner, he is being held back with the rest of the staff at the moment. I, our, our quarters are under the casino. Uh, quarters, maybe. Prison, maybe. Uh, 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 and then uh, he, before he can say any more, the uh, servant next to you claps and he says, um, give us another show. This lady is a valued patron. I, I look at the servant and I give him another piece of gold and I say, yes, I'm enjoying the show very much. Without the commentary, please. And he takes the gold coin and he gives you a nod and then he backs off. Thank you. <laughs> but you can see that they are both watching... They are watching very, very closely, and the uh, the Astrin gets back up, and he he starts doing another, you know, routine of little magic tricks. And he has positioned himself so his back is to his minders, so that he can speak a little more freely. Okay. Um, and I say, how do we get down to the place beneath the casino? Uh, they take us out the back alley whenever they have us change shifts, and the basement is uh, accessed through a, a cellar door in the back alley. That's where we go and come back out of. Got it. Okay. Did did Lady Lyca send you? Yeah, she sure did, I say. And I say, is it just the two of you? He nods. And then covers up the nod with a, a flock of birds that erupts from his, uh, his tunic. Oh, and Mary and I clap. Um, and then I I want to say, um, are the other employees being held captive as well? He shakes his head uh, and glances back and he says, some are still under the Lemia's spell. It, it ensorcels them in some way. It ensorcelled us. Uh, those who are under its spell and overspent their pockets are uh, kept in the prisons with us till they work off their debt. Hmm. Okay. Um, is there any way that you guys could meet us somewhere, or are you being watched too carefully? There's no chance to escape. Neither of us fell prey to the Lamia's chaos, and so we have been uh, kept under close watch. They don't allow us to be together in the same room at the same time for fear that we will be able to use our magics to find a way to escape. And the guard, and he glances over his shoulder at the guard by the door, he says, they have cold iron darts. Oh, 
and if you get stuck by one, you can't use magic? He nods. Great. Well, I'll keep you close to me for now, okay? We'll try to get you out. I appreciate it. Do you have a favorite color? Uh, I mean, I guess, uh, blue. <laughs> and, uh, he does a, a shower of blue sparks over your head. <laughs> oh, I clap, I clap, I clap. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I laugh and I say to the, like, servant and the, the boss, I'm like, ha I very much enjoy this performer. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I throw a couple more gold back at them. All right. Sounds good. Let's move on from Fran and Mary to Slake. You are winning a little bit of money here. Let's do another luck roll. Oh, boy. To see if you continue to <laughs> win money. Yeah, I'm gambling, but I'm very much like still like watching and tracking the movements of the person in the mask because I just feel like something's going on there. But mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. OK, um, I just rolled a 20. Oh, Whoa! you hit the jackpot. Holy you shit. You hit the absolute jackpot. It's like the, the bells start going off, little like fireworks start going off, and uh, everybody in the casino roars with like, oh my God, they've hit the jackpot. It's money starts falling out of this little machine at the front of the table. Wow, I can't believe this. This is my first time here. <laughs> Everybody's patting you on the shoulder and patting you on the shoulder. And uh, as they're doing that, you uh, make me a perception check. Please. Oh, some one of us has got to perceive something eventually. Please. Somebody. Please, God. <laughs> okay. So that's so that's a 13. Okay. okay. It's a 13. Okay. <laughs> With a 13, you notice that the masked person has, you have caught their attention. Finally. They are looking oh. directly at you. Uh, and they, uh, you can't, you can't tell, but they seem very interested in you now that you just won a big old pile of money. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, it's your natural charm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, perfect. Why? Well, I, I kind of look around and I say, well, uh, I may be new at this, but I think it's probably time for me to take a break. Uh, and I gather up my big pile of money and put it in my, my little bag. Oh, and it barely, it doesn't even fit. They have to get you another little bag for your money and like a third one. Like you've got, you've got now three full pouches of silver. And you know what? Because I am very nice. I'm going to give you, I'll say a hundred silver. There's a hundred silver from winning. Hell yeah. Hitting the jackpot. I love it. Okay. And uh, as the, the dealer at the table uh, you know, helps you bag up your money, he says, oh, please head on over to our, our lounge. Get yourself a refreshment. Winners get a free goblet of luck. And uh, just ask the bartender. He'll he'll set you up. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I, I guess it really was my night after all. It certainly is. And he claps you on the shoulder. <laughs> cool. So do you, you head over to the bar? Well, I'm still like my I'm like looking around and I'm just like I'm I start kind of walking toward the bar, but I am like watching the the masked figure. And they are watching you right back. Like they are not even being subtle about it. Like they are tracking your movement as you walk towards the lounge area. OK, well, uh, I, I I kind of look back at them and I, I give my hair like a little tussle and catch their eye and then I, I walk over to the bar and I say, uh, hey, uh, I, I guess I'm I'm due for a goblet of luck. Our lucky winner gets a goblet of luck just for them. And the bartender hands you a little uh, gold goblet. It's maybe like the size of an egg cup, uh, but it's 
ornate gold and it has a, a golden liqueur in it. And it says the first one's on the house. Oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, is this a, a specialty drink here? Absolutely. It's our, our finest uh, liqueur. It is aged in the golden sands of the sea caves at Hero's Gate. Uh, it gives it a very distinct salt water flavor and the gold, and he leans in close, is from real gold dust. And he winks. Oh, sounds exorbitant. Only the best for our lucky jackpot winners. Thank you so much. Uh, how's your night been going? Oh, Thank you for asking. My night has been going very well. I have uh, always love a, a hopping night here. Meet so many interesting folks coming in from all over the world. I bet. Uh, does that person in the mask usually hang out around here? And you see his face fall a little bit. And he says, uh, yes, the priest. <laughs> he makes himself at home here quite often. A priest? Uh, what god does he serve? Shouldn't it be obvious? He's one of the Kiloni. I was thinking that the the whole duality thing. Yes, yes, he comes to preach at the uh, altar of his god, and he gestures around the casino as though obviously this is the domain of the Kiloni. You know, it's it's tricks, it's lies, it's thievery. Like that's you know, that's their whole thing. <laughs> so your bosses are cool with that? Oh well. Let's put it like this. Good old Ono makes it worth our time to allow him to hold his, uh, shall we say, church here in our lobby. Interesting. Um, I say, uh, you know, uh, just between you and me, uh, I, I kind of came into money recently. I, I, before this, I was bartending myself. You don't say. You really carry yourself like one of the gentry. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I, I had a kind of a rich uncle who passed away, so uh, I guess I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants here. I'm, I'm trying to uh, remember how he carried himself. Huh, well, you're doing very well, very well. Yeah, between us, how would you say it is working here? Oh, this, this is certainly the best casino I have ever worked at, especially here in Nakama. Fair wages, good disbursement of tips. The owner, Wiley Greener, he's, um, well, he's as bad as all the rest of them, but no worse. Uh, no worse. I, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> and of course, I uh, can't argue with the view, and he sort of gestures around, and he gestures specifically at the Lamia, who is, uh, you know, she's, someone else is now bowing to her, and uh, there's a, a bunch of applause from around the casino, which, Corbin, by the way, you applaud. Oh, awesome, yeah, of course I do, of course I do. <laughs> Would you like another drink? Uh, well, I actually, I still am, I have the drink before. I have not. Oh, yeah, he's, he is still offering you another drink. Yeah, I just want to clarify, I have not drunk it because I'm okay. very <laughs> suspicious about, uh, -huh. okay. uh, I say, uh, I'm, I'm good for now. Thank you. And he, he nods to you and, uh, looks a bit expectant. Oh, yes. I, 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 uh, I give him a tip. Um, <laughs> I, I'll give him, well, uh, let's see. I don't. <laughs> I don't have any idea what's a reasonable tip, so I'm going to give him, like, 20 silver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He takes it, and he says, very generous of you. Very generous. Hey, no worries. I uh, I remember what it was like to work in customer service. <laughs> and he's he gives a bit of a grimace, but uh, waves you off as a, you know, sort of a good night, sir. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nod, nod in a bow. I uh, I turn to see where the Kiloni preacher is at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He is back to preaching at his assembled uh, his assembled guests. There's new people there now. Uh, it actually seems to be uh, just performing the same poem again. And Ono is Ono a they he? Yes. Cool, cool. Okay. Well, yes, I I definitely want to go over to check out um, what this poem is. And as I do, are there any like potted plants or anything in this casino? Oh yeah, oh certainly. In this little lounge area, there's some tasteful potted plants to provide privacy to the patrons. As I uh, as I walk over, I empty my drink into one of the plants. Can you give me a sleight of hand check? Oh yeah, uh, I I rolled really fucking good uh, with the with the addition. That's gonna be twenty one. Okay. And, uh, All right. Nobody clocks you do that. Nice. All right, so you so you make your way over to uh, the Kiloni priest. Yes. And uh, you are welcomed into the circle of sitters as he goes through the, at the end of this poem. And the end of the poem is, For naught but the pleasure of trick shoots the apple from the eye of lovers and bites it in two. And he gives a very flourishing bow and everybody claps very gently. And then he goes around and he starts shaking people's hands. I'm going to give you another opportunity for a perception check here. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, one of us has to perceive something. Please, Please let me perceive. Okay. So uh, with my bonus, that's 14. 14. I will say with a 14, you don't notice it until uh, he gets to you. And as he uh, like shakes your hand and, and puts a hand on your shoulder, you realize he's picking pockets all around and he is going for, I'll say he'll- Nice. As he's shaking your hand, uh, is attempting to slide the rings off your fingers. Interesting. Okay. As he's doing that, I would like to, <laughs> I'd like to take mm-hmm. his hand and I'd like to slide the ring off my finger for him and put it into his little palm. Oh. And I give him a wink. And you, obviously you can't see uh, Ono's expression from behind the mask, but he nods to you and he closes his hand around the ring and he sort of gives a, like a tipping of the hat gesture, but he's not wearing a hat. And, uh, and he moves on to the rest of his marks as uh, they finish. And then he sits down at a, at a low chair and he says, my friends, it's so good to see so many here gathered, gathered in this church of night that we should all be here to engage in the revelries that the gods delight us with. I see many who already have prayed at the altar of good fortune and bad, and perhaps some who have paid sacrifice to that same altar. And he nods to uh, a couple who who laugh, and uh, the, the man says, It's true! I'm broke! <laughs> and uh, he says, Now, I hope you all tonight have given some thought to... There are so many gods in this world who tell us to do this or to do that. But what is a god but a reflection of that which we most desire? Hmm? Are they not given power through that which we want? And the Kilani, you see, they are always here in service of the wants of mortals. Just be careful what price they're asking you to pay. And he gives another another flourishing bow from his seated position. And then somebody brings him over a drink. And then the, the group sort of dissolves into, like, quiet conversation about this declaration. Interesting. I wonder if Ono stole one of the keys. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Ono loves to steal is is certainly the vibe. Um, I'm going to say, so I'm a, I'm a little new here. Uh, do you come here often? Uh, Ono nods to you and uh, they say, often, yes, yes, I'm here very often. This is the closest thing to a temple of the Kiloni that we have in the modern day. And he gestures around and says, 
I mean, just look around at the tricks and thievery happening in this very room. Yeah, you really, uh, you gotta love it. I'm a pretty big chaos fan myself. (laughs) Ah, I see. Another follower of the Long Shadow. I do so appreciate meeting someone so like-minded. Though, if I may say, you seemed rather less enthused by my arts when we met earlier. So that was you. I don't know what you mean. I, I, uh, I, I elbow them and I g- uh, give them a wink and I go, ah, this guy. And, um, <laughs> they shrug, they shrug and say, I'm all over the city during the day. There's always something going on in Nakama. If you're new in town, then that is the first thing that you'll find. Nakama is a, certainly a city that never sleeps. And as long as you don't sleep on it, you'll do very well here. Yeah, well, I, uh, I like to shake things up, so... So far, uh, Nakama has not been a disappointment. Wild card slate. Wild card. Oh no, laughs and says, well, I am so very glad to hear that. How are you finding the lucky Lamia? I mean, it's pretty incredible. Uh, it is. Have you matched wits with the Lamia yet? Yeah, nods back towards the cage. Not yet. Have you? Oh, mate, no, I certainly would never submit myself to that. That creature terrifies me. Terrifies you? I mean, that surprises me. I, I think you'd be uh, down for anything. <laughs> a smart uh, adherent of the Kiloni knows which fights to pick and which fights to stay clear from. And that creature is one to stay clear of, if you will take my humble advice. It is a creature of older magic that I think uh, Mr. Greener has perhaps overestimated his ability to handle. But, eh, it certainly is funny to watch people lose their minds to it, I suppose. Yeah, it certainly is something to watch, but you feel safe here? I don't feel safe anywhere. That's a bit of my nature, though. I see. So you like to be close by the, uh, the Lamia, but not too close. Exactly. Stay one step ahead of danger, lest you fall two steps behind it. Now, I can't help but notice you don't seem to belong in this crowd. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little new. I, uh, I, uh, I move in a lot of different circles. I see. And how are you finding this circle? They look, they look around at the gathered people around that are sure they're trying to disperse from this little lounge area now that he's no longer speaking. I find them to all have quite a uh, glittering disposition, don't you? Though perhaps a bit less so after speaking with one such as me. It seems everyone here is very eager to uh, impress. An astute observation. Eager to impress. Yes. And what about you? Well, I'm, I'm I'm here to observe. I'm I'm naturally curious. Can you make me a deception roll, please? An 18. So an 18. An 18. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, does not seem to, to clock anything weird about your statement. He nods. Well, it has been certainly been a pleasure speaking with you, but I fear I have another audience coming up soon. If you will excuse me, I do need time to prepare for my next sermon. Uh, I... I... Ugh, let's see. I, I grab onto uh, Ono's wrists and I say, so soon... And, uh, they look down at you for a minute, and they seem to really be contemplating something. They, they, they give, there's just a moment too long of silence, and then they lean down very close next to your ear and ask, well, what did you have in mind? Uh-huh. Fuck. Uh-huh. Fuck. 
Okay, so okay. Let's see. Uh, I have to use my wiles. Okay, let me think. Let me think. Use your slaky and wild. You're married. I, listen, it's all for the mission. Uh, I have no ulterior motives. Uh huh. Keep telling yourself that, slake. I say, you said you've been here for a while. Don't you find yourself craving a little bit of variety? How about this? I'm gonna have you roll a persuasion check if you want to keep Ono talking to you. That was a three. So I know that I'm not doing a good job of persuading, but I, I'll say there's someone I'd like you to meet. Mm. And uh, Ono brushes a, a hand, the back of their hand against your jaw and says, then I shall meet them later. I bid you for the moment adieu. And uh, bows over your hand and presses your like the back of your hand to like where their lips would be on the mask. Oh my God. <laughs> and then they drift off to uh, welcome a new set of guests. Oh my God. How does Slake react to such a thing? Uh, Slake, like their brain is short circuiting. Um, so they stand there stiffly for a minute and then they stomp their foot. Uh, and then they look around to try and find Corbin. Mm-hmm. And from the balcony, um, Mary uh, signs to you, Fran, I think Slake is going to get married again. <laughs> yes! we'll go, now we'll go over to Corbin. listeners it's may it's may the last day month of may now wait wait come back don't worry i'm not going to subject you to my off-key musical maundering this time but i did hear in from a few of you whom i'm afraid through no intention of my own were misled to believe that the previous mid-roll was going to be part of an ongoing narrative series I'm flattered, of course, that you enjoyed it, and while I don't have the lung capacity to finish it out, I'll be happy to provide you with some spoilers for a Broadway musical from 1956. Our mysterious suitor succeeds in their pursuit of the Legend Lark podcast, though they are disinherited, and presumably the two of them eventually tie the knot. But of course, the primary focus of the story is Legend Lark's own social upward mobility and the financial independence she is able to gain by changing the way that others perceive her. We must remember, the difference between a lady and a podcast is not how she behaves, but how she is treated. So this is how it ends, presuming the adaptation is accurate to the 1913 original and the intentions of its author. Some versions have our leading lady hook up with her classist dickhead phonetics teacher at the end instead, but we all know that's bullshit that directly contradicts the central themes of the story. But I digress. If you want to help Legend Lark increase her social standing despite the rigidity of the class structure, I have good news for you. We are running a giveaway. It's simple. You clip a bit of audio you love from the show, upload it on your platform of choice, and send it to us on our handy Google form, and you're entered to win fabulous prizes. It helps expose the show to new listeners, and for those who participate, we will shout you out in the mid-roll. Three randomly selected winners will receive $25 gift cards for the Legend Lark store, redeemable for whatever merch catches their eyes. And one lucky winner will get their character featured as a cameo in the final battle of our main campaign. They will be credited, of course. You can enter up to three times, so go forth and upload those clips brimming with fun, wholesome or un. You 
may find more information and a link to the form at legendlarkpod on Twitter or legendlark.com slash clip2023. Speaking of clips, a big shout out and thank you to Glowmelk on YouTube for uploading two wonderful playlists of Legendlark highlights. We've saved it on our YouTube channel, so you can check that out at youtube.com slash legendlark. Ah, but whence this fragrance wafting through the air? What sweet feelings does its scent transmute? Why, it's our supporters on Patreon! We have two new patrons to thank, Mocha Milkshake and DM Fate. Sharing clips helps introduce new listeners to our program. But you know what really helps to keep us off the streets selling flowers is your generous support. Thank you so much as always. You are the dear forbidden fruit that perfumes the air in the mad and libelous months of our lives. This metaphor is getting away from me. Anyway, a blissful thank you as well to our reviewers on Apple Podcasts. Through your efforts, may we merrily appear on listening devices all across this green earth. Thank you, Pressurized Salmon, Obawoa, Stupid App No Way Jose, and Karen Likes Pie. And finally, proper or im, it's time for a message to Chantel. Chantel, the code word is Sonia Blazed. The sleeper agent is active. Go! I assume I've just kind of been gambling and throwing my money away. Oh yes, the Corbin, you uh, under the the Lamia's yes to serve her. Yes. Um, the the way that the others have been encouraging you to serve her is to just give all yeah. of your money to her. And so, and Corbin's been thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Corbin's been thinking pretty hard about it because, you know, his command was to serve the Lamia, but mm-hmm. the. The commands that he's getting to just throw money away at this meaningless charade of a institution from these random people who are not the Lamia herself. It just seems wrong. And she's in a cage. Mm-hmm. And how best oh could he serve her other than to set her free? And allow her to make her own right. choices, her own commands directly You're to right. him as she pleases. Mm-hmm. So, Kat, the Lamia's actual container is, is made of glass, yeah, right? Crystal. Yeah. Oh my god, this is escalating so quickly. It's time to go fucking insane. I think that I'm going to stand up, turn back to the Lamia, walk over to her, and I'm going to bow again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm going to cast Bones of the uh, Earth. If you want to do this, what I think we would, if you really wanted to try and free her in this dramatic fashion, we're going to have to roll to, because there is some casting time. Sure, yeah, 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 okay. So I think if you try and do anything like in front of the Lamia cage, the, the guards are going to try and stop you. Right, right. So right. Corbin, how about this? Let's let's roll. Roll me a, I guess, dexterity, just to to try and do this as quickly as possible before the guards stop you. Okay. And I'm gonna roll for the two nearest pit bosses. Oh yeah, I definitely don't succeed on that. Um, it would be eleven. <laughs> 
Okay, um, and so that is going to be, uh, does a 19 hit your armor class? Oh, it beats it. Yeah, my armor class is 18, so yeah. Okay, all right, so one guard uh, is way too slow. He uh, does not even realize what's going on, but the other one is eagle-eyed, sees you starting to raise your hands, and he brings a, uh, a blow dart up to his mouth, and you are hit by a cold iron blow dart. You are going to take 14 damage uh, as it okay. pierces between your shoulder blades and your your glamour just pops like a balloon. Though you are, oh you know, you fall you know, flat face forward. Yeah, I, I, I'm crawling towards the Lamia desperately. Yeah, you're... You're crawling towards her. Okay. Oh my god. And the uh, the guards are coming towards you now, and they're going to uh, grab you. I'm going to give you a chance to do one more action. Okay. As these guards are going to come grab you and pick you up. I want to speak to the Lamia in Estrin, and I want to yell at her. I want to say, tell me how to help you. Speak to me directly. <laughs> my beloved. <laughs> and the Lamia looks... Very amused. She uh, <laughs> you br- she brings up a hand and is laughs behind her hand, mm-hmm. and then she she comes up to the glass as uh, as the guards are, are grabbing you up around your shoulders, and uh, she says, "Oh, silly boy, I will have them bring you to me." <laughs> and then uh, the the guards look a little bit muzzy and a little bit fuzzy for a second, and then they they look at each other and they nod and they nod, and then they drag you out, Corbin. And uh, you are dragged out to the alley. And uh, you you tell me if it, at any point you want to try and resist them. I will. Just... Uh, she told me that they're bringing me to her, so I have no, I'm not resisting at all. <laughs> That's what I want. Right. Okay. So they bring you out through the alley and to a, uh, a ladder that leads up to the roof. And uh, you are brought up, up the ladder to the roof and they walk you across to the skylight. They, they look at you and they go, well, hope you land in some of the soft stuff. And they hit a button, and the skylight opens, and the top of the Lamia's crystal cage opens with it. Yes! And then, Corbin, you are unceremoniously shoved into the Lamia's cage. Yes! <laughs> oh my God. Did she catch me? Or did she let it's me, where like, you belong, <laughs> And, oh, there's a, a gasp from around you. Um, is there anything she could do to help you? No. She could catch me on her giant, beautiful lion back. Oh, she's not going to do that. No, that might hurt. Um, how far, how far away is Corbin from Fran? Probably not that far because he's falling yeah, from the like ceiling and you're on the second floor. So <laughs> you get to watch this happen. I, I could cast Featherfall, I think. If there wasn't like an arrow in my back, I would be able to do something about <laughs> it. But um, so yeah, I think, I think Fran, as she drops her face into one of her palms in just resignment, <laughs> She casts Featherfall nice, without nice, even nice, looking. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> so that Corbin doesn't fucking die. <laughs> I probably would have lived. Taking some fall damage. You would be dead. Yeah. All right. So, Corbin, you land in like a pile of silks, but that would have hurt so much worse if Fran hadn't been looking out for you. Yeah. Fran, when you do this, actually, can you roll me a sleight of hand check? I'm now proficient in sleight of hand, I believe. That's a 14. All right. You, uh, as you do that, Fran, Mary touches your, your shoulder and she gestures back towards the curtain where you see that the, the guard who's been watching the servant uh, now does have his eyes on you. Mm. He doesn't look like outright hostile, but he does look very suspicious. And I, I just drop my face into my hands again 
and I say, what an idiot. <laughs> All right, Corbin, you are in the Lamia's cage. You are in this pile of silks. Yeah. How, how are you, what are you doing? How well, are you doing? Am I, am I, I can't to... fucking believe that the way that they put people into the Lamia's cage is by dropping <laughs> them out of the room. the skylight. <laughs> um, am I able to so remove funny. the dart from my own back or can I not reach it? You, um... I'll say you can reach it. You can okay. reach it. It hurts. It hurts so much. Yeah, it hurts it so out, bad. But it, I, I but you're scream. able to get it out. Yeah, I scream um, and I pull it out. Cat, uh, I have a follow-up question for you. Mm-hmm. If that dart, if that magic dart was shot at me, would it also dispel the effects of her charm? Oh, good question. That's a great question. You know what? Actually, I'm going to say no, because that, that iron, that cold iron is specifically like God's magic. And we have established that there are other mm. types of magic. So this monster would have other... Another type of magic. Okay. Yeah, she's got more void magic, which is kind of the other... Okay. The other type of magic would be monster magic is void magic. Could I could I bargain for a chance to uh, contest the wisdom check? You can. You know what? Okay. Give me another okay. wisdom check. Okay. A uh, 16. A 16. Yes. Yeah, so that 16 will actually break it. Okay, cool. So I have come out from under... Under the compulsion, yes. Under the compulsion, okay. And I now realize that I'm in the cage with the Lamia. <laughs> for my own request. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. For your own request. Okay. Uh, this can work. This could work. Yeah. That's why, that's kind of why as soon as I fell in, I was like, actually, this could really work if I wasn't charmed anymore. But like... Yeah. Yeah. So the Lamia is, uh, yeah, she's... She stalks towards you all, you know, lion's grace as she prowls around this uh, pile of silks that you have landed in. Okay. And from outside of the cage, you can hear people laughing and, and jeering at your predicament. So I think I'm going to pretend to still be charmed and I'm going to, like a dog, I'm going to just roll onto my back and like show her my little belly so she knows that I'm not like... <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. Trying, trying to be in her space. <laughs> Even though I literally am. <laughs> All right. Um, so she she comes over to you and uh, and leans over you and her one of her massive lion paws mm-hmm. uh, presses down onto your chest. Yep. And she her human torso. All according to Keikaku. All according to Keikaku. All according to Keikaku. And her human torso leans over you. So you see her beautiful face above you, silhouetted by the lights above her enclosure. And she says... It has been so very long since someone spoke an old tongue. How did you learn such old words? Um, I was born on a floating island, secluded from the rest of the world for generations, and our language never evolved very much. (laughs) And then it fell pretty recently, actually, fell. It was really sad and horrible, and a lot of people that I love died. Um, and yeah. That's the story. <laughs> what a story. What a tale. The things that happen in the worlds of mortals. Always so strange. Well, little boy, you asked to be near me that I may command you. That is what I asked, yes. <laughs> so, you wish to follow my commands? Then dance! And she lifts a paw. Okay! <laughs> Yes. 
Give me a performance yes. check, Corbin. How good yes. do you dance? I don't know. I feel like Corbin's either a really good dancer or a really bad dancer. And I so don't this know is that moment in be. Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. where uh, you suddenly yeah, have to fucking perform a choreographed routine. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is that moment. You suddenly have to be yeah. a go-go yeah. dancer. Okay. Yep. Here we go. Corbin is now a go-go dancer. What's Hold on. What's my performance? I think I'm good, you guys. Hold on. <laughs> the look on your face was really nice. Okay, so it's plus one, which means that it is a uh-huh. non-natural 20. A non-natural 20. Oh. Corbin, <laughs> your dancing is so good yes. that you have distracted the guards from the fact that you've been speaking another language to Lamia. Yes! But I mean, everybody is. Shakira, Shakira. Obviously, everyone's like, wow, that kid can dance. That guy can dance. But they are also also laughing at you as they perceive you to be a dancing monkey and sorcelled by. Absolute fool, yeah. You know, this monster that, yeah. Little did I know I've been waiting my entire life to give this performance. (laughs) And I would assume Fran, Fran, Slake, and Mary are all like, oh my God. Like, since when can I do that? (laughs) Holy shit. All of their, all of their jeers and their uh, hollering and their hoots. It's just, it's the music to my routine. I'm just <laughs> flying through. You're serving. You're serving. serving. You're absolutely serving, cunt. <laughs> so I'm guessing that this. I'm guessing that everyone is pretty interested in what's going yes. on over here, and that no one wants to hear anybody's stupid fucking poetry that they've already read like ten hundred yes, million yes. times to the same people. <laughs> Oh, okay, cool, cool. Just checking. Everybody is distracted. <laughs> yes, right now, everyone is distracted by this unlucky soul who was tossed into Lumia's cage and is now being made to dance like a monkey and is doing it very well. Really well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Okay, so I'm going to come up to um, Ono again, and I'm going to say, seems like a good time to talk. Uh, Ono, Ono shifts a little so that you can tell they were they are looking at you more than they are looking at the dancing monkey in the cage, and they say, oh, well, tell me, what would you wish to speak to me of while there are no prying ears? You know, there's a lot of gods that someone might choose to pursue if they were interested in wealth, but as a servant of the colony, I assume you're here for a different reason. Somebody knows their theology. You're right. If I was only interested in wealth, then I would pray to the dead god of greed. My friends and I actually came here because we were interested to see what might be secreted away in the vault. Oh, Wiley Greener's infamous vault, guarded by not only a monster, but the finest security built by mortal hands. I can understand why you would be interested in such a vast treasure, though not why you would be audacious enough to think that you could take it from right under his nose. Well, I'm not working alone, and we have been putting eyes out on this place. I noticed that you seem intimately aware of the venue, and clearly you're very dexterous with your hands. (laughs) Oh, you have no idea. Uh, In fact, it's like... Um, um, uh, 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 pulls on their collar again and, and... So, like, I had no idea you had that in you. I know! (laughs) They say, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if you'd already managed to acquire one of the keys. Me? 
Why? What an accusation. Um, why don't you make me another persuasion check? I'm doing it at advantage. Thank you. This is an old-fashioned hard way of charming. You've you've charmed you've charmed them. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even roll for it. You just did it. I'm I'm just great. Alright. Well, that's uh another 14. Another 14. Okay. Oh no, sort of inclines their head to you, lowers their chin and speaks uh sotto voce. I do not currently have a copy of the key on me, but perhaps it would be of interest to you to know that one of the keys currently on the person of one of the guards does not go to the door they think it does. Uh-huh. Mm. It's not, but it's not on Ono. Ono doesn't have it. No, Ono, Ono didn't take the key just to switched. use the key. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Alright, Ono just moved up a rank in my book. Uh, but uh, I say, and this other key, uh, where might one find it? Oh, do you know the restaurant that caters this casino? Just across the alley. Hidden pearls in the uh, discarded shells of their oysters. <laughs> I, uh, I, I say to Ono, I like your style, Ono. And, uh, they give a, a little flourishy bow. And, uh, so Corbin, you're, you're, I'm dancing. You're dancing. Cat, while I'm dancing, can I, <laughs> can I do some spins and see if I can spot a, a key in <laughs> the area of the Lamia? Yeah. Give me a perception check at disadvantage okay. because you are trying to perceive well, while spinning. it's already off to a bad start. <laughs> I rolled literally the same thing twice. Tis fortune. Tis fate. 14. 14. All right. At 14, you don't see anything that looks like a key uh, in the Lamia's enclosure. You don't see anything like that. But the Lamia you do see is is she's clapping. She's laughing. She's really enjoying your dancing. And she says, enough, enough. I shall let you live perhaps a bit longer for you amuse me. (laughs) Thank you, my queen. (laughs) Come, sit by my side. It has been so long since anyone spoke obeisance to me. Tell me more sweet things about myself. Uh, your fur glitters with all the the golden radiance of a newborn sun. And (laughs) your claws... Shut the fuck up. Your claws are as sharp as kitchen knives. (laughs) That have been sharpened a lot. I'm a dancer, not a poet, please. (laughs) And she, oh, she laughs. Not a friendly sounding laugh. Enough, enough. Clearly, you are not blessed by the gods in all things as you were in dance. (laughs) Hearing somebody say to Corbin that he was blessed by the gods in dance. Incredible. It's amazing. <laughs> all you're amazing. all you're good at it is looking sense. pretty and dancing, dancing good, Corbin. Yep, that's all that's all he's there for. Kat, remind me what's in her cage. It's I know she's got like her little throne. She's got a throne, she's got like piles of silks and like gold coins and nothing nothing else. I mean it's just like it's just finery, useless finery. Okay. Corbin says perhaps you might like to see uh, m- m- um, uh, a tasteful, uh, f- uh, fictitious magic trick. <laughs> a fictitious magic trick. Yeah. 
Is this magic as I have or magic as mortals have? Um, mortals, I think. Hmm. Well, you may try, and if I am displeased, I shall simply eat you. Okay, yeah, that sounds amazing, your highness. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm going to turn into a lion, and I'm, uh, but it's a, a sexy, actually, you know what, okay, I'm going to turn into a panther. Oh. Sexy black panther with a little white spot on the chest. All right, so uh, you turn into a panther, and the Lamia goes, oh my, another user of the old magics. And uh, as as you are seducing her, mm-hmm. everybody in the like outside is very also you know oh look he's turned into a panther oh oh uh, you know widely has the best entertainments and as you're as you're hearing this said around you uh, there is a big boom as the double doors at the top of the entryway open and everybody turns uh, and uh, a a servant announces, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host for this evening. Mr. Wiley Greener, and you all look up at the entryway as a man who is both width and height. He's just big, and he's dressed in this elaborate green tail coat with like almost a train. The tails are so long, and he has a a very small woman on his arm. Um, she almost just disappears behind him, and he gives a, a expansive arms out greeting to the casino and he says, is everybody having fun? And there's an applause and he yells, is everybody spending money? And everybody applauds again. And Fran, uh, you see up on the balcony, the woman in the black dress who has been hanging out on the, on the balcony with a drink in her hand, closes her fist on the glass and shatters it. good at stealing other than your hands yeah, are true. so dexterous. The other way you possibly phrase it. I'm, I'm a war criminal and it's not my fault and it's not Slate's fault that I'm a war criminal. And I'm sorry 
agree that they have to be played by me. I do love do. the idea that Slay keeps saying all these things same, 100% no, same. innocently. And yes. like, oh no, is there like, oh my God, like this person wants me so bad. Yes. 